Welcome to episode 23 of the Toronto Until Blue Jays podcast. I'm Steve Artabello here with Anthony Harris and Theo Giordano. You can find us at our website, torontoontilt.com. You can find us at Twitter, at Toronto on Tilt. Of course, you can find our video on YouTube, Toronto on Tilt. And then, of course, finally, I said of course again, I should probably stop saying that. Uh, finally, where you can get our audio, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, that's Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Bleaker, Anchor, all of the things. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. So we'll get to Cleveland real quick before we get into the Sox series because I think that's what everyone wants to talk about because we set it up last week just by saying they really need to beat good teams. So, yes, uh, boys, let's get right to it. Let's do the Cleveland thing real quick. Get us kicked off. Are we just going to stop? Let's just go one by one but fast, like through the game. And then Monday, Monday sucked. Offense sucked. Uh, Eli Morgan, good. Jays did nothing offensively. We lost 5 2. Yes. Everything dried up. It sucked. But on to the next game because everything started to go away. Because we said they needed to beat the hell out of Cleveland. That's what needed to happen. And then, Tony? Yeah, they were ready to go. George hit a home run to lead off the game. Then T. Oscar had a great at bat. He had like, it was like a 10 pitch at bat and he hit an, went hoppo, two run home run. That was pretty much it. They ended up winning seven to two. Zach Plesac didn't have one strikeout in this game. He gave up ten hits in five innings. Not good. But we're the and best lineup in baseball. So that's well. The team is well mostly healthy. Vigio's on the IL, um, and then now actually a bunch of relievers, which we'll get to. Uh, Soria went on the IL on after that Monday. Like made one appearance, looked really good on the IL. Um, Wednesday. Yeah. Let's move. Yep. <laughs> Wednesday, Jays, huge eight to six win. Scored eight runs. Top three in the lineup. Great. Springer. Springer, great. I'm and fired. then the bullpen came out. And I think we jinxed Taylor Saicedo because we started talking good about him. We hadn't really talked much about him. As soon as we brought him up, he imploded. Got no outs. Kind of got unlucky. It was unlucky. unlucky. Yeah, I will say, like, it's it, – Couple soft singles that, and uh, it just a little yeah right to left field like tough some stuff. luck there, but at the same time, exactly not what you want to see out of the bullpen. Yeah, Jays had an eight run lead, eight six. Romano also struggled a bit, held on for the win. Just needed to get the win at that point. Is it just me? Is Romano giving up a lot of dingers now that they and, can't use sticky stuff? Yeah, he's giving up a lot of long home runs too. Yeah, and like it's funny because like I say that, and it's not like that Mercado dinger was on a that, that was on a fastball, and that was on what a hundred, like ninety nine to a hundred. So, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, but they did pull it off. Thank God, thank God. But well, like we said, Kelly. they had to beat. They were like Cleveland's not a good team. They were going to pump them. They did for the most part. Let's get on to the next one. Yeah, there was the last game, Ross Tripling, Tristan McKenzie, which was a low-scoring game. Pitchers duel. McKenzie was pretty good. But I believe in that guy. I believe There's a reason he was a top prospect. Like, he can't have games like that. He, Curveball's he's nasty. A, he's also the skinniest person I think I've ever seen. Like he looks. Yeah, like it's skinny. hilarious. Very. But Chris, Chris Hill was tiny. but He's like 6'5", 160. 
Yeah, Bo hit a two-run shot and also an RBI single in the sixth inning. Pretty sure that was with two outs, too. Pretty big, big hits. Ross didn't need – he only needed one run, though. He didn't give up any runs in his six innings. Six Ks to one walk. And Simber got the save in this one. He's uh, been absolutely he's- lights out. And, again, after it was kind of stressful, he came in, shut it down. The bullpen didn't give up any hits in this game. In their three innings. And that was huge. He needed to win that series. And now we're on to... The biggest series in the history of baseball. Well, okay. Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> this, is, this, this is essentially like why we were going quick through the Cleveland series. We spent so much time in the last podcast and the podcast before that talking about how this team needed to beat good teams. And how this series right here against the Boston Red Sox was the measuring stick series. If you did anything but win this series, the playoffs, it was going to, it's still a problem. There's still, you know, issues. There's a lot of good teams, but you had to start proving you could be good teams. It had to happen. You couldn't have just split because yes, I guess statistically you could have, but again, you cannot continue to let these opportunities get away as the runway starts to shorten here. So let's get into it. Friday night, Jays win 12-4. to A crazy game, absolutely wild game. Alec Manoa made the start, was very solid. Five innings of work, just two runs. The Red Sox made him work. His pitch down got kind of high. He grinded through, didn't really have his best stuff. If you notice, his fastball was a little bit down. He's kind of 94, sometimes touches 95, and he was really 92, 93 the whole night. Um. Yeah, managed to grind it out. Got through five innings. That was needed. The offense early on, too, wasn't very good. The first four innings did nothing against Uvalde. And then the fifth inning happened, which was the biggest inning we've had all year. Unbelievable inning. Nine oh, runs. Man. And it was all started by seven, eight, nine in this order. We give Gritchuk shit. We give, like, the, you know, some guys depth in the, in the order that, you know, aren't consistent producers. When they're going, this whole lineup just is a different thing. <laughs> Trevic Valera had a hell of a Red Sox series. I will say, as soon before he got that hit, I was gonna message you guys, being like, "How much longer for this fucking guy?" Yeah. Because, and then he got that hit, and I think Richard got a double right after, and it just kept going. So nine runs. We had a, uh, I think seven of them against Uvalde, and then Robles came in, and I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Was that opera? I think that was that, was that looks pretty intentional, even though they said it wasn't. I'm, I'm sorry, that looked very intentional. And I think you judged by the reaction of the Blue Bays, the Blue Jays bench. Well, I think they reacted more because they they issued warnings to because no, he Blue was Jays. walking towards the ball, he was walking towards her dugout. Yeah, like it, Hansel Robles is on a new team. The Sox acquired him for this run. Kind of felt like he was trying to endear himself to his new teammates there at the expense of the Blue Jays. And Hansel Robles got what was coming to him. You know, the funniest part about all that was Randall Grichuk after the games, like, yeah, I talked to some of their guys. Like, yeah, he just stinks. Like, he doesn't <laughs> <play> strikes. So, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty it funny, actually. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was, like, I love how that was the explanation. It's not that it got away from it. It's just like, he's not really that good. The guy that we acquired at the deadline, not that good. But I, you could see in that inning, the soul of the Red Sox leave him. That felt like a, 
a moment where you look back on this season and you, you're going to look at the Red Sox. If they collapse, you're going to look at that inning being like, you know, they just died inside that inning. They looked like they wanted to quit the game. Well, there was another moment later in the series where their soul was sufficiently snatched. But we'll There's get a lot that. of those moments. Uh, the rest of that game, the bullpen, it, it didn't feel good, though. We were up 9-2 after that fifth, and it felt like they weren't out of the game yet because of this bullpen. Um, but because they got the eight, job done. The 8 nothing to 8-6 game. That's you know, like everyone I'm pretty sure was just instantly remembering that being like, hmm, the Indians aren't really good. Yeah. And, and you had like uh, Dolly's coming in too, walking three straight guys up six runs. Yeah. Which it's impressive to do. It's only only he can do that. Him and Tyler oh, are the two guys who can do that. God. Yeah. But they got yeah. it done. He kept a clean inning. That was like seven in a row for him of clean innings. So. You know, the Jays bullpen got it done. It was an eight-run win, and you cannot complain because that game no, early exactly. on looked like the offense. During this week, too, even during that Cleveland series, there were some moments where a lot of games where we did nothing. Like, we had some blow-ups, yeah. but, like, there was a lot of games where we just kind of were, were stagnant. So it was nice to see them blow up against the Red Sox at perfect timing and a perfectly good win. Yeah, no, that was huge. Like, needed to set the tone. They did instantly, and everyone was able to exhale a bit. <laughs> On to the next one, unless Tony got anything to say about the the drubbing. Uh, you guys covered it, but you're talking about offense not showing up. That's what happened in both games on Saturday. There were both teams too. There was like almost only four runs scored total in the two games. Uh, started the first one, Robbie Ray pitching, amazing as always. <laughs> we can count on him as much as anybody on our team. But Best no start runs, I've had. Yeah, he's been outstanding. But Nick Pavetta was matching him through his six innings. Only gave up one hit and one walk in his six innings with six strikeouts. Unbelievable. But right when they pulled him, uh, Matt Barnes came in. The first batter he faced, Marcus Semien, finished the game, hit a home run. His first ever walk-off home run. And one nothing Blue Jay victory. That was... <laughs> that game was stressful as all hell. Like, absolutely horrifyingly stressful but they got the they got that win which put them up to nothing in the series and instead of it's it well we'll just get to the next game unless you guys want to add to anything no i'm just saying that this was one of the worst weekends in matt barnes life Uh, he came like an inch away from giving up three straight Game yeah, we can, losing we can talk home about runs. Think about that, actually. Yeah. Game two. Uh, Barrios, again. Scott, like, this is why Excellent. you for a guy the, like this. Just such a consistent guy. You just know what you're going to get from Barrios. And again, another six innings, I think five so hits. So good. Six strikeouts, seven strikeouts. Like six strikeouts. Yeah, it was just consistency. Really good. He gave up. He did give up the dinger to, Ver, to Verdugo, but. <laughs> Who seems to just kill us, by the way. I'm not basing yeah. it on any stats. I just like from memory. It seems like for yeah, Google, his numbers not. against like he has like a 930 OPS against us this year. Not <laughs> ideal. Not ideal. He kills this team. Yeah. Um, so we we were the Braves gave the one run. We only only run we got was a Valera RBI single. Went to extra innings. The uh, Red Sox found the way to get the run from in from second. Simper was on, but you know when you give the one if you give a one run in extras you should yeah you know, that's the expectation at this point so they scored their run we didn't score our run tough loss but you got the split in that day when your offense did nothing you feel pretty decent about that yeah, that was the thing like 
it put all the, the pressure because you had to win the series in the last game. That was there. That had to happen. But exactly. It was another encouraging thing to see them grind through when they the offense couldn't carry them and the pitching came through in the first game and then Sammy in with the, the dinger because hasn't he been just... But again, we talk about Robbie Ray being their best starter. Marcus Simeon has been a phenomenal addition to the team for the season. The $18 million incredibly well spent. He is going to get fucking paid. Yeah. Great bet on his contract. Yeah, man. He's he's in line for a huge payday. Um, Probably not going to be a Blue Jay, but God bless him. He's been great. Uh, Yeah, and then let's get to the final game. Yeah, the final game... On paper, it's we got Ryu versus Garrett Richards. We're thinking, oh come on, like of especially all Richards of late. Yeah, like this this should be easy, and especially Ryu looked great against Cleveland. Like now the issue I would like to throw out right before we bring this up, he wanted to not start on extra rest to set himself up to be in this Red Sox series, which I love. But him not on regular rest with the uh, the doubleheader, too. I think that also played into a little bit of what we ended up seeing in this game. I just wanted to throw that out before we got into it. Yeah, that's a possibility because he was just uh, flat from the get-go. Well, he got through the first, but then just hit after hit. The second And hard contact. Yeah. And like you said, you texted us. It was, it was like, exactly. You, t- you told us immediately when we were all texting about it. It was like, what's going on here? And it's just like, everything's middle, middle. <laughs> it's not a problem. And if it's not middle, middle, it's like down. It's like lower middle, upper middle. Like it's, it's still in a place where damage is going to get done, especially if you don't throw in the upper like, 90s. Like Kevin Plowacki had like barreled one up to the gap. Like it was just rough. Bogus just slapping it around. Yeah, yep. the, a, a single and a double for Plowecki. It's unbelievable. But and that was without them having JD Martinez, who was on the COVID the precautions. You had the Jays wearing masks and stuff on the field because there was that situation as well. Um, and so that that was hap- All of that was happening. <laughs> I know, and they were they were down uh, eight to eight to eight to four. seven to two, seven to two, but and it was not later, looking good later until. Eight. <laughs> it was just a disaster. We're all wasted opportunity. Then Vlad steps up, does that two-run homer. Then in the seventh, they start scoring runs with Marcus Semyon. Sack fly. Just messaging, just talking again about how good he's been as Blue Jay. Us messaging again, just like, oh, God, are they going to do it? Is, he, is, is things happening again? Well, another thing also, the sack fly, victory. though, was that, like, there was also a, a strikeout later on Marcus Semyon that was terrible. That yeah, that was earlier on. That was in, Earlier uh, on? Yeah, no, meeting. that was, oh, God, when the base should have been juiced. With nobody out. My yep. league umpire for you, though. So bad. Just an I just had to bring that up because I couldn't get, like, the, oh, God, that was gross. Yeah, we sorry. Get the, we get to the ninth inning, the big moment that we all saw. The eighth inning, the big moment for George, who was AL player of the week second week in a row capped it off with a three run no doubt home run talk about taking someone like sucking out the soul of the opposition right there george springer with that digger and my god was that a moment did that feel like a moment did that feel like i don't know am i am i wrong saying that that kind of was what it, like almost exactly what needed to happen. 
down like they needed to, they needed to win this series. You have Springer of all people who's red hot. Vladdy got it started, but then you have the veteran guy that you brought in for situations like this. Getting it done. Like it just it felt too perfect. Like it like this was something I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, when you were talking about those those moments where like where you were saying with the Red Sox, like this is a moment you could point to where it's like they could fall apart. Well, this is a moment you can point to with the Blue Jays where you can really start to just now you can build the belief they beat a good team and they did it in a just ridiculous fashion. Soul crushing loss. The Red Sox, that kind of thing happens. You're just like, man, we do what we could. We had a big lead and should have been in the bag. Blew it, you know, against a team that's on chasing you. A team that's right on your ass. Toronto. Exactly. It's, it it I don't know if I could have asked for any more, like what I've been yelling about for this team. Like additions made. You have Dickerson coming through. He looked at the era coming through. Yeah, like and then like that's see, that's the random things that happen to teams that when special things happen. Remember when Ryan Goins was just like the hottest hitter ever and Kevin Pillar at the bottom of that order and they just started doing things in 2015? If you have something stupid happen where you have Brevik Valera just being a league average hitter for a little while, which he's basically never been. If that if something stupid like that happens while Biggio's getting healthy, I I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you need those unsung uh, unsung heroes. Another juiced up uh, Chris Colabello. But well, <laughs> that was another guy that came out of nowhere. But Corey Dickerson, who's been huge since coming off the DL, it felt like he's had some very clutch hits. He's been around for some important. You know what I mean? Whereas Moments we, already. We talked about Espinal. We've talked about him so much. Just barehanded plays every night. That, like super rude. Yeah, that's turning into his thing now. Just yeah, he does he need a glove? No, he just plays third base. It's like cricket out here. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's, it's it, so like, and that the thing about Simber, like uh, about Dickerson, is it's just like what? a throw in. It wasn't even like a. We didn't. Even that was the money to get. Simber, they they wanted to get rid of Dickerson's money, so the Blue Jays absorbed it, and he's a legitimate asset. Yeah. Also, we we might have to talk about Guriel not playing left field ever again. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that play was a disaster. I, 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 <sighs> he's so lanky; it looks like he should be fast, but I I don't think he's he's so slow. Mind. He's so slow. He doesn't cover ground well. He doesn't – I don't think he gets good reads on balls. And he's got a big arm, but – oh, God. And then Reese McGuire handling that, like, in the most – like, especially after they had hyped him up for that one great inning the day day before. And then you just see him lazily swipe at the balls. It goes all the way. Like, every part of that was ugly. See, that was a play – like, I think he was relying on his arm on that. He's just like, yeah, I just block it. I'll just throw him out. And then yeah. he made a horrible throw, too. Made it even worse. Just – that was absolutely infuriating. Like, I I don't know how how else to describe it other than just absolutely it sucks, too, because more this shit happens, the more Grichuk uh, appearances we see, the less – Well, we might have to see Dickerson now. in the outfield, I guess. Like, I at, at this point, almost anything in the outfield other than Guriel, he might just have to be a DH at the moment. I I'm serious. Well, he has to hit better to be the DH. Oh, that's a good point. Well, then, Grichuk, I don't know. One of them has to hit better. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. essentially what needs to happen. 
But also, again, having guys like Valera and then Espinal, who's been there all season, but then to have like a burst like this from Brevik Valera is pretty ridiculous and needed. Yeah. And I, I also want to bring something up because I think it was two weeks ago, we were all miserable with this Red Sox series. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I think I cut up a clip of our first episode where we were talking about the season coming up and we were saying how Boston's this piece of shit. They're not going to do anything. And we had some takes about certain players. Yeah. That we will not read. Re- re- no, I, I said J.D. Martinez was done and he's very much not done. He's very, very good at baseball still. Yeah, they're mostly Steve saying notes. I will, I will die on the hill if their pitching isn't good enough. We all were of the consensus their pitching was bad. They were like kind of average at best. And ever since that moment, ever since we kind of reflected on that, it's just been completely downhill for them. So, like, are are they a team in free fall? Are are they going to be in free fall? You think their offense is too good to continue losing games like this? Well, again, let's see if their pitching can bail them out because I don't think they are. Their offense Saturday. That's kind of that's their X factor, right? If Chris Sale comes back being Chris Sale, I don't know. But Chris Sale's missed a lot of time, and the, what we saw of Chris Sale before he got hurt wasn't even the best. By the of Chris way, Sale, I'm gonna, I'm so. gonna do not make a Chris Sale take. I do not want to deal with this JD Martinez. No, shit. no, no. I have We're no not- idea. I have, I've never seen him. He, okay, that's why he could come back and beat. That's why I'm saying he could come back and beat Chris Sale, and that would be a problem. Well, like Chris that would Sale's be a genuine good. problem. Chris Sale, he's great out of the gate. We know that about Chris Sale. He always starts the season hot and then falls off. So maybe they're hoping so that he's going to come out and be great like he was. Because the season's shorter. He has less time to run out of gas. Yeah, that's true. And Nate Valdi stayed healthy, which is something I didn't think was going to happen. Honestly. He's good, too. Yeah. Well, he's. I thought he was their best pitcher with Sale out. And I just didn't figure he'd stay healthy because he's never proved he could. And he's doing it this year. And again, if you add Chris Sale to that rotation, like that's when the rotation becomes a problem for the Blue Jays if Chris Sale is back. So we'll we see what happens there. Well, no, no, just in, oh, just in terms of yeah. yeah, like you have to you have to pass them now. Yeah, and you, we're shaping up too. We were going to talk about the out of town a little bit, but like we're going to get some crazy wild card matchup. There's three that. LA East teams that have that chance of getting it, and then Oakland thrown in there. If it's a Boston, New York, if it's a Toronto, Boston, like it's just going to be so much fun if that's one of the matches. That, well, it's that's that's a very real possibility because, as you say, you have Houston and the A's. Like they're the ones that are kind of fighting for that division. Seattle's there, and the Jays are playing the Mariners and have to beat them. But like you have to start passing teams, and those would be the teams you pass. But like that's that's going to be a battle for that division, and the other team you think is going to be a wild card. And then again, exactly, there's a. There's basically a four-team race for the American League East. Well, if the fucking Orioles could have held on some leads, we'd have a, bit, a bigger race right now. But, yeah, it's still there for the Jays, which we, we kind of conceded. But I guess seven back, we do play the Rays again. Like, it's still a four-team race for that division. So Exactly. it's they, they are realistically there. They're seven games back, like you said. So it would take a lot. You'd have to go on one hell of a run, and the Rays would have to go – would have to start coming back to earth and there's direct series against the race. So you'd have to again, win these series, but we never said this was going to be easy. They're not in a situation to do this the easy way. They have to win a lot of games. And we, I think we probably have the easiest schedule just basing on the fact that we play Minnesota twice. We got Detroit twice. I think who was playing better, but still is so. better than uh, we got Baltimore twice. Like 
the Angels. You got the Angels and the Mariners coming up, and you're going to miss Mike Trout with the Angels. And Anthony Rendon just got put on the IR or the IL. Like he's done for the rest of the season. Well, he's sorry. He's been on the IL. They've announced that he's done for the rest of the season. He's not coming back. Yes, they have Shohei Otani. But they sold at the deadline. They don't have Andrew Heaney. Like, you, you need to win these series. You need to start racking this up. And this is the thing that they've been able to do is beat bad teams. So you need to continue to beat bad teams. And then you have to beat the hell out of the Mariners because they're a team that you're technically fighting with for the wild card. So you have to, like, there's no room for mistakes anymore. And no, that's that's what the beginning of the season did. Yeah, and it'll really test because I don't know if we talked about the bullpen injuries, but we've had a few arms go down. Soria, Mesa, like a very Mesa was on the IL. They sent Barucky down. He got hit around again. He just has like remember when we said we don't know what to expect from Ryan Barucky. We don't really know what he is. We're still in the process of finding out what he is. I'm just trying to pull up the standings right now because I want to see exactly in the wildcard standing. Yeah, Seattle's right on the Jays' heels. So they like they need to win. And we're, we're not going to get that and behind them or the A's. We're going to get influx of Jays fans for that uh, series, which we usually get in Seattle. That's, yeah. Unless you have some that are living in the state still. <laughs> they could go. I don't know. They, won't be, they definitely won't be the flights. Well, the flight's legal. I don't know what the ground trips. I don't know. Who knows how, the, who knows how the, this will work. But it won't be like it normally is where they completely take over the building. Yeah. This would be the best year for that. But oh. Yeah. Seattle plays Texas before us, so. That's their chance to build up a couple of wins. Well, that's you got to beat the Angels, and then you got to beat the, the Mariners to stay ahead of them. You can't let the Mariners start catching. You can't let them claw games back. You just can't do it. Blue Jays aren't in a situation where they can do that. Um, and again, the Mariners are starting to come back to earth. They did the weird buy and sell thing, uh, which pissed off their players. And then you saw them fall apart, like the, you were talking about how they fell apart against the Yankees too. It was, it was just unbelievable. Only in Yankee Stadium. There was a few home runs in that series where it's like only in that fucking ballpark. The stuff go out. and It, it was a really weird one, and, and it just feels like Seattle's one of those teams that they're not going to have the firepower to, to make that run against these teams that they're fighting with. That's Toro was a good get. you got to say that. He's been awesome. Oh, he's been red hot. He was red hot before they got him, and he's just continuing to hit stingers every day apparently, which is yeah. kind of hilarious. He's playing second base now too. I don't know. I don't know. Better than Shed Long, right? And I don't oh. think Dylan Moore's hit all season, I don't believe. No, so. that uh, left field situation has been a disaster for that team. Yeah, their, whole outf- their whole outfield has been a disaster. Like Nick, Nick Lewis, like just the, all the injuries and underperformance, like that, you have to take advantage of that. I don't, there's, there's really no, you know, no other thing. But not to mention, Jared Walsh is hurt for the Angels, too. Like, there's yeah, a lot of things that you have to take advantage of if you're the Blue Jays. Like, you have to win these series coming up. Yeah, Just Joe Madden gave uh, on it was on Thursday or Friday. He said Walsh will be back soon, and then Saturday there was no update. So yeah. I don't know the Angels with their injuries. They're they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to handle them, and they give a lot of misinformation. So you and the Jays are getting them at a good time now. Again, like Theo was talking about, you had Soria on the, the IL. He looked good. So hopefully that's Minor Mesa on the IL elbow inflammation never sounds good. So I, I I'm just writing him off for the rest of the that's year. right. Like that one's terrifying. Brucky's getting sent down because hopefully he needs hopefully he can find it again. And 
You were saying something about Mayweather. Okay. We haven't heard too much from that camp, but recently. So he keeps, there was setback after setback after setback, and it was, he's never going to pitch again this season. And now there's a little bit of optimism that he might. But until he gets to the big league level, because I don't, like, he keeps having setback after setback. Like, I'm not, I don't care how many rehab starts he makes until he gets called up, because until he doesn't have another setback and is actually on the big league roster, I can't trust him. But Pearson's coming back, and that seems to be necessary. Like, he needs to get back immediately. I know he's been pitching sim games at the the rehab uh, facility, or I know he's throwing off a mound at the rehab facility. Like, hopefully he'll be in a rehab like it, it, like rehab appearances out of the pen. <sighs> he, at this point, he's really important, and we we don't even know what to expect out of him. But out of the pen, he's shown that he's been good in the past. So hopefully, he does that again. By the way, I sh- I'm sorry to cut you off. the The race schedule is pretty fucking easy too. I just looked at yeah. it right now. They got the Tigers. Bunch of the, upcoming, they have the Twins. Well, they got the Red Sox this this uh, Tuesday, which is a huge series. If they win yeah. that series, they're gonna really bear the Red Sox. Uh, the Twins, the Orioles. They got the White Sox mixed in, but then they got a, a few series with the Orioles, a few with the with the Twins. So it's gonna yeah. be really tough catching them seven games back. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's the wild cards really what what needs to happen here. So you yeah, have to get hot and keep beating the hell out of teams. Like at that point, then I guess do you almost hope that the Rays beat the Red Sox and then the, the Yankees start losing? So like this is this is conf- this is what we said. They the Jays have to keep winning. That's really the only way that they can in- ensure that they're in a good situation is they just have to keep winning. Yeah, and they'll need I, some help. It's all if they don't win, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I kind of like the prospects of us having a wild card game with the Yankees or the Red Sox and winning that. Like that would almost be as good as winning a not a World Series, but it'd in be their stadium, like, absolutely. Yeah. If if you beat the Yankees, would that be better than not not say the Bautista Batflip, but maybe that like second series against the the Rangers they won? Uh, that would be like an all time. Just that just that moment of just crushing the Yankees in a one game playoff. We feel good, but let's let's maybe oh. not get ahead of ourselves because remember there. the I'm Edwin the Edwin cool. wild card game was pretty amazing. Imagine that against the Yankees though. I mean, crushing would be cool, but if they won two to one, I think that'd be that would also be great. I more meant crushing their spirit, like you beat them in a you know a crazy. Again, way. I don't want to get too like you, you're talking about me not making pr- proclamations. Maybe maybe chill. <laughs> I'm all the way there. I need I know I need to. <laughs> I did this few weeks ago at work. I just so. want them to make the playoffs. I don't care who they play. I just want them to make the playoffs. Then we'll deal with who they play after. Yeah. But we were talking about division versus wild card, and that's what I was just throwing out there. Maybe. You know, be a little positive. If we were in the wild card, it, it could be fun. So, yeah. Well, it could also be the A's. Yeah, that yeah that's what Rob Manfred or the does. Astros. How great would it be the Astros Springer against the Astros? Oh yeah, that could True. be. That could also be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd like that. So there's there's plenty of opportunities. The A's would be terrifying, but also like potentially fun. So who knows? Um. I mean, can't really stress it enough. They need to keep it rolling. Uh, this was massive. Don't want to underplay any of it. The Springer thing felt, it felt like things were changing and finally building now towards something. And it was nice to hear an actual radio call instead of a, you know. Oh, having Ben Wagner back. Oh, he's doing great, by the so way. so nice. Hearing, like, we're doing one guy to do a radio broadcast is very difficult. And he's. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's just, it's so nice to not have the. Fucking pat on the radio, not knowing how to do radio because they're 
not radio guys. Not, like, knowing, that, like, it's just, not knowing they're on it. They don't know that. It, uh, it's, it's, yeah, that was that was a dark time, but it's over finally. Uh, but yeah, anything else you boys wanted to get to uh, before we wrap this one up? No, I'm already planning wildcard tickets. I think we'll see Otani on Thursday. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Okay, like it's wait Thursday. Yeah, they have they have to win. It's this again. There's there's no other way to put it. They have to just keep racking up W's because that's the only way they're. But you know we get to see on Wednesday though, Dylan Bundy. That'll be fun. Oh God! That's I was about to say, don't jinx it. Oh God! Gonna lose that one and then win the other three somehow. That's usually what happens there. I mean, he did have a good start last time, but I don't think he'll have two in a row. Former Oriole Dylan Bundy. Hopefully, he doesn't do the Kevin Gossman. Anthony was gassing up Dylan Bundy before the season. I had him on my team. I was so pumped for ten dollars, and he started out awesome. I'll say that for a month and, and a half, it was very good. And then it did not go well. He had a quality start, like his first six starts. He was awesome. Those were uh, a very long time ago. (laughs) All right. Um, So, yeah, I guess we'll wrap this one up. That's been it for the Toronto and Tilt Blue Jays podcast. Uh, I'm Steve Artabello with Anthony Harris and Theo Yordano. You can, of course, find us at our website, torontoontilt.com. You can find us on Twitter, at Toronto on Tilt. You can find our YouTube where this video will be posted, Toronto on Tilt. And of course, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, The Anchor, Breaker, Bleaker, all of the things. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. You just need to keep racking up W's. So until next week, we'll see you.